everyone, and welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the act of writing, which can sometimes be, meh, not easy, and tries to make it less not easy. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. So some of you may hear that uh, I'm found, sounding a little more sultry today. It's because I'm just very sultry. I made the mistake of going out in public, and I caught a cold, so I apologize if I don't sound quite so dulcet as usual, but... The content's what you're here. You're here to hear Melissa's voice anyway, so it's... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, it's like we go, we just leave our home and, you know, we have no immune system anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes. I was, I was in a restaurant. I, I was actually, they changed the policy so I could be without a mask because I'm fully vaccinated. So that was very weird. Um, but then as it turned out to be very ill-advised, <laughs> but that, you know, this is, it's just a cold, Simple like I'm cold. better already. So, you know, <laughs> anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about, um, what can be a pretty tricky question, uh, probably a pretty important one. Um, and it's why we write, why, why do we do this to ourselves? Why, what's the point of doing this? Why, 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 why? And there's, I think there's a lot of answers to this question for every individual. And uh, is that even something we need to ask ourselves? Is it important to ask ourselves? I don't know. What do you think, Melissa? First of all, why do you write? Why? Tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> why? Well, I, I think it's such a personal question. Everybody's answer is a little bit different. I write because I am a voracious reader and creative being, and I need a way to express that creativity. And I just didn't mm -hmm. see stories that I wanted to read exactly maybe I'm a little bit of a control freak but I was like yeah I want it to be slightly different or I want a different kind of character or I want I wanted to live in that world and play in that mm -hmm. world for an extended period of time and that yeah. just naturally led to okay let me write something I can do this yeah. yeah I think love of stories is is a critical thing like I think I think if you talk to a lot of different writers you'd hear that that you know, I love books I love stories I'm a voracious reader, and therefore I write. Um, I have found a direct correlation between the uh, my uh, uh, enthusiasm for writing and my confidence in writing with the amount that I read. Like mm -hmm. if I find that I'm not writing well, it's because I haven't been reading. I'm like oh yeah, so I think there's definitely something like that. Is it's just you love books, you love doing it, and you just want to get in it even further. That's all, certainly something. Yeah. Yeah. And I find that reading, I used to think, oh, well, like if I read too much, it's going to influence my writing. And I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. that's kind of the point. Like I actually do want it to influence my writing. Yeah. I want my writing to get better. But I also don't feel super competitive towards other, like sometimes I'm like, darn it, I wish I had written this. This yeah. is so good. But also if I'm reading something that's amazing, I am, I'm just so inspired by the idea that it came yes. from a writer that like they sat down and had this idea and this vision and put it together into this wonderful book that I got to enjoy. And I'm like, oh, this can, see, this can be done. <laughs> like, yeah. And that oh, inspires me. I feel like it, it's, it's almost like refueling. Like the more I read, the more I, I've like filled up my writing tank Mm -hmm. And then I, I use it again, which is really an interesting thing to think about that all of us as writers are fueling up each other's tanks so that we can write something else, which will fuel someone else's tank. And uh, it goes on and on, which is kind of a cool thing to think about and a cool reason to write, you know, like if you think I'm writing something, this might help another writer. That's one way to do it. Yeah. Are there any wrong reasons to write? <laughs> 
money. There's the right reasons to write and the wrong reasons to write. <laughs> don't write for money. Don't, don't write for money. Don't well, do it, man. It's not a, like I, so many people still believe that it's some kind of get rich quick scheme. Oh God, and yeah. I, I'm just like, it's not. It is, it is so much work. So much work. Yeah, dude, if you want to make a lot of money, um, like be a lawyer, maybe uh, go into business, get an MBA, do business stuff, go, go into finance. Like, yeah, you're not going to you're not going to make a lot of money doing yeah. it, which is, you know, there's, it's perfectly valid. You know, there's certainly plenty of important things to do that have nothing to do with money. One well, it's like, And even if you do make a lot of money, it's not it's just not guaranteed. And it's not the easiest or fastest, most efficient way to yeah. make money. Yeah. There are just so many other ways. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. If money is your goal, this is not the path. <laughs> For sure, for sure. I think another reason, I, I wouldn't say it's a bad reason to write, but it's maybe a superficial or, or an immature, God, I'm not coming up with the right word, but like sometimes you want to write to to prove yourself, right? Or to, to have people like you. You know, because there's a, there's a certain part, and, and, I, and I, I hesitate, like this isn't super healthy, but I think it's, it's real. You know, I think a lot of writers, um, and myself included, when we write, our characters are reflections of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And there's a certain part of of us that, you know, I'm going to put this version out of myself out into the world, and that version will be liked universally, right? And so, therefore, in a way, I'll be liked universally. And it's hard. You can't deny that. Like, if that's the case, you can't deny that that's true. But that, you're not going to get that, you know, so... So it can it can help you, but you can't. That can't be the only reason. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know if you if you have that if or if you're better adjusted. Um, but I, I get that from a lot of people where where you write for not just for the prestige of I am a writer, but also for the story becoming a version of you and getting that sort of connection. Which I mean, it's there, but I don't know. Better off seeing a therapist. <laughs> you have to work through stuff uh you know it's it's not i mean like i feel like the writing i like i always thought writing would make me happy it was like oh well, like i write mm -hmm. i'm good at it writing will make me happy i think like that's something that i continue to explore is like and i'm trying to not get away from the end product of making me happy like oh well mm -hmm. having this published book will make me happy or famous yeah. or loved or being on the new york times of a seller list or selling my script for a million dollars and be you know having this like huge blockbuster hit in the theater but those are just end goals and and usually yeah. even if they do happen like the next day you're like okay <laughs> And me. now what? Like you're still there. You still like have all the same problems and challenges. It doesn't really change much um, in yeah. terms of your own psyche and your your psychological makeup. So like I really tried to pull back and then focus on enjoying the act of writing. So the brainstorming yes. and the creating and the plotting and the like, you know, pitching with other people and talking about their ideas. Um and enjoying those moments more and I found much more peace. So like I do find that if I take a long break from writing and I don't go through that, I will get really tense. Like I just don't know how to process my own emotions because I need nice. that creative outlet. And it took me a long time to realize that there was that pattern there that people would be like, oh, have you written anything yeah, lately? You're getting kind of cranky. You want to go back yeah. to some creative work? You might need to do that. <laughs> 
Yeah, you're kind of intolerable. Yeah, I think that's a really good point that you bring up, though, is, is like, uh, if you're not enough with it, if you're not, if you're not enough without it, you're not enough with it, is something I've heard uh, people say about, like, these big accomplishments. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you these big external goals, you think, once I get that, I will be happy, and the answer is you will not. Um, you, you know, writing a, writing a book will change you, but it will not fix you, and selling a book won't fix you. You know, it's, that's your own work that you need to do. But I, I really love what you said about, it. like, it has to be enjoying the process. You have to write because you, you like to write and because it makes you happy and it fills a need within you. Now, it doesn't have to be like, without writing, I will die. You know, like, I cannot exist without writing. <laughs> like, that's, maybe you're, you're dying it up a little bit too much. Um, you know, it, it's, no one's that important. Um, but... Uh, I, yeah, I think that's a, a much healthier way to look at it is not, I must write because I am the, you know, it is my destiny, or I must write because then I'll show them. Although a little bit of comp- competitive spirit isn't bad sometimes, especially when you're going into the publishing era. Um, but writing for you, you know, find that place where you're writing what you want to write for yourself because you want to see this written or because this is a really cool story that you're enjoying or, you know, that, that you're just really excited about and it's really fun. That, you know, coming from a place of, of love, even when it's frustrating and hard, you know, which that's love too, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's where you'll get, I think you'll be the most satisfied if you come from that place. Yeah, there's a really interesting documentary. Uh, I think it's called The price of gold or the cost of gold. Um, it was on HBO, but I'm sure you can rent it. And it's basically like seven or eight different Olympic athletes that talk about the mental load of going to the Olympics. And they're like, there is a actual psychological phenomenon that happens mm-hmm. after um, Olympians return, regardless of whether they win gold or not, because their whole life is spent getting to that moment and training for yeah. that moment. And they're like, the, the gold doesn't actually bring happiness. <laughs> they're like, if you lose, you're just like, you're fixated on why you lost. Like, and there's just yeah. this incredible amount of depression, very high suicide rates among athletes oh post, um, post their Olympic experience. And it, it like also helped remind me of like, oh, that's what happens when you fixate on one goal and everything becomes yeah. that goal. And you just keep thinking like, oh, well, like, I just got to get to that thing. And they're like, and then you do, and then you have no idea what to do next because you haven't developed or thought or like you've put too much pressure on this one objective. And not to get too uh, woo-woo freaky about it, but that's, that's the ego, right? That's what happens when you try to tie happiness with what your ego wants. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then, cause your ego always wants more. It's voracious. But if you can pull back and find happiness in the process, in the action, you know, the journey, not the destination, well, Hey, then the destination doesn't matter. Uh, although you are allowed to work at it, you know, you are allowed <laughs> to, you know, push for that. And sometimes, yeah, you do need to fight a little bit. Um, but you'll find that that well is a lot deeper. I think yeah. now I, again, I say this not as someone who has mastered this, but as someone who aspires to that. Yep. Yeah, we've talked before about how sometimes these sports metaphors, when you try to apply them to writing, don't always hold up so well. But and I think that's one of them. I never. I, I, it's a fascinating sounding um, documentary that 
and I, I'm not surprised, you know, because you, you ramp yourself up for one thing and then even if you get it, okay, you're still you. Yep. <laughs> it's very fascinating. I'll, I'll drop the link in the description. Excellent. The nice thing is, is that as a writer, you don't have to, you know, like, it's not like this is my only chance, right? Like with a, with an Olympian, like here, are this, these are the games, these are the ones, and you might not get another one because you might be too old or you might get injured, you know, like this is it. This is your moment. One moment at a time, as Whitney Houston said, which sounds so exciting. It's very dramatic. Um, with writing, you don't have that, right? You can, you have as many moments in time as you like. You can write as many shitty drafts as you want and play around which is nice well that's a good that, that's a good point right because um i think that so many of us get fixated on writing for public consumption like we focus on yeah. publishing we focus on like i'm focused on screenwriting so i'm focused on the sale and getting a tv show like and the benchmarks become things that are outside of our control and those very much will feel like oh like i only got this one shot or i only you know even if you're mm -hmm. a mid-list author and you're like oh this is the last book and then if i don't get it get it here they're gonna like i'm gonna lose my agent or they're gonna drop me or i'm not gonna get the yeah. contract renewed so there there can be that pressure around time and opportunity and like you're gonna miss your window but i also think what you were saying is like but you could still write like, like yeah which is also i think what the athletes are like but you could still do this sport even if you're not competitively practicing it um yeah you know you can fall in love with the act of the sport again and I, I don't know. I do think there are a lot of similarities with any kind of like athletics, athleticism or entertainment industry because it's just so it's so unique in terms of a, mm -hmm. a career or a way to like try and earn a living. There's a lot of competition, right? There's a lot of people vying for one thing. And I think that's where the metaphor comes in. And I think in that phase of the process, I think there you can get into that sports competitive spirit. But I think if you try to do that during the writing process itself, either the drafting or the revising process, I think you might find, you know, that that inspiration doesn't come as easily, you know, that you start getting in your own way, that you start, um, you know, trying to please an audience that you don't even know who they are or what they want, but you got to please them. And that can be, you know, that can lead to writer's block, that can make you really unhappy. And that's not what we want, you know? I mean, ultimately, the reason to write is because you like writing. Or having written. <laughs> As Truman Capote said, I don't like writing, I like having written. And, like, I can, I, that's valid, you know? Liking having written, I think, is, is that's fine. Good. Yeah. Um, but I write because I, I have to be a famous author. And once I am a famous author or a famous screenwriter, I will be okay I think that's that's setting yourself up for a lot of a lot of pain. Yeah, I I write. I mean, I I do feel like I have have to have that creative outlet like I said earlier, but I I do acknowledge like I write to entertain. Like and mm -hmm. that knowing that is like a core sort of value for me is like I do want my work to be consumed. I want people to yeah. experience it. I write to be entertaining. It, it influences what the what I write, what genres I write, <laughs> what types of things yeah. I write. Um, you know, we went to a program that's focused on popular fiction. Like that was a deliberate choice. 
um, where I could write any kind of work, but I choose to write stuff that I feel like is going to be popular, consumed by the masses, really entertaining and fun. But it also mm -hmm. helps me when I get feedback or criticism because I know what I'm trying to do. And I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. you didn't like it? Well, like, you're probably not my audience. Like, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> there's that too. Yeah, I had a critique partner who's just did not get my stuff, just was not, they were not my audience. And it was so hard because we were critiquing each other's stuff for a while and I didn't like their stuff either. So it was just like a... I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And like, I, this, I guess, ah, yeah. So I ended up just doing kind of like proofreading. It's like, that's all, it's all I got for you, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah, so, so it's who you please. And, and I think rather than pleasing people, I think that's a really good idea. Say like, I want to entertain my readers. I want to scare my readers. I want to touch my readers. I want to make my readers think or whatever. You know, that's, a, that's a, a good, uh, I think that's a useful, when I say good, a useful perspective. But I think a perspective of, I want my readers to love me, well, A, they're, they're not, they not, don't know you. How yeah, can they? not going to happen. <laughs> Secondly, if, even if they think they love you, they don't, that's not right. That's a pretend. That's not yeah, real. Yeah, they so, don't actually know yeah, you. <laughs> they can't love you. I'm sorry, they can't. <laughs> they don't know you. You want people to love you, you got to, that's a whole nother, again, whole nother thing. You get mm -hmm. your therapist, go with other things for that. <laughs> Just talk Writing to an actor, not... they'll tell you, like, they don't, oh my love, God. They don't love you. <laughs> they love the character. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, yeah, and actors will also know about the whole wanting to be loved all the time, mm -hmm. trust me. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> and how that just doesn't work. But, uh, yeah. You know, writing can be a great tool to help you uh, work through things and, and, and grow and mature and heal yourself, but the output of it isn't going to fix anything, I guess. That's all. That's all the wisdom I have about that. Mission accomplished. We solved it. Done. <laughs> Done and dusted. Now we all know. Ultimately, it's you and the page and, you know, what's in your heart and your muse and all that good stuff. And if you come from that good place, then that's, you know, that's what matters. Yeah. If you know why you're writing, like your reason for writing and what you want to get out of it, it just makes the rejection and the frustrations or the writer's block, it just makes it a little bit more manageable because you can go back to that and be like oh yeah i write because of this and if you don't know you know it doesn't mean you're not allowed to write you just might want to think about it you know do some journaling do some thought and if you come up with a reason that you don't think is good enough but you still want to write well then maybe you haven't found the right reason you know like it's it's not like this is this isn't a qualification right this isn't a, like you better have a good reason to write or you don't belong here but I think it's going to be something important to know, you know, and again, it doesn't have to be anything great and profound because I like it, you know, but I think finding that is important because it's going to, it's like you said, see it through, see you through the hard times. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of hard times, this is the hardest time of all when our podcast was coming to an end, uh, at least this episode. Um, every time I say that, I feel like I'm like, I'm announcing the end of the series. I'm like, no, just this episode, guys. It's okay. <laughs> Relax. So we'll leave you with that. And uh, just remember that writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.